Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. This is Old School. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We are back. Old school Kenny Wilhite, Jay Foreman, Austin. Orman on the ones and twos, making it sound good. Yeah, he's actually making it look good on the little stream and on the 951. So double duty right now. That's right, TV man. It's a hard, it's, it's a hard job, Austin. But you, he, you are more. I got to get myself to look good first. I gotta get got to look good. But you got that fresh going going on. You got you that got, fresh yeah. cut. Yeah, I do. Fresh cut. Shout yeah. out the hairline. Appreciate I hear you. I hear you, man. But uh, we got a special guest, Rocky Russo, calling in from the Lincoln Stars. Coach, are you on? I'm here. Yeah. Long, I Hey, I'm gonna say, man, I just I just saw you in the hallway, so a long time no talk, man. How you doing? I'm good. I appreciate you having me on and letting me call in. I've got some dad duty here uh, coming up in about 20 minutes. My wife's got an appointment, so yeah. got to uh, got to do what you got to do. Take care of the kids. Yeah, man. We'll keep you on for about 10 minutes, but I wanted to ask you. You got two big games going against coming up against Tri City, um, and then you got the playoffs. And I talked to you obviously in person about it, but you know, tell your fans out there that are listening, you know how how important these next two games are and what the possibilities are uh, when you end up winning, winning both of these next two games. Well, we need to take care of our our end and win both games, and uh, and we need a little bit of help. Waterloo plays Dubuque this weekend in in their series, and we need Dubuque to win one of those games. If they do, we jump Waterloo into second place, which would give us a first-round bye in the playoffs. And so that's what uh, our goal has been here for some time, is to try to work our way into that uh, that bye situation. But uh, we don't have total control of it. The only thing we can do is do what we need to do to win a couple hockey games this weekend. We're playing good hockey. We've got a big game at home tomorrow night. Love to pack the ice box with uh, a loud and, and rowdy crowd. And tell us about uh, the Tri-City Storm. Like, what what is uh... – What's the best thing that they do, and uh, what are you guys going to maybe try to focus on? Obviously, without giving out the game plan. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not one of those guys. I ain't going to have you put your stuff out there on, on Front Street. But just talk about uh, some of the problems that they could, uh, you know, bring towards your team uh, tomorrow night. You know, we play we play each other so many times. Right. There's not too many secrets. So nothing nothing really to hide. They've got a They've got an impressive group of forwards. They can score goals in bunches. They're very fast. So we need to make sure that we defend in transition. We don't want to give them odd man rushes. We want to try to stay out of the penalty box and uh, and play our game. If we can put it behind their D and wear them down in their end, that's when we're really successful. That's Lincoln Stars hockey. I wanted to ask you, uh, you know, obviously me uh, going to high school up in uh, Minnesota, you got uh, quite a few Minnesota players uh, on your roster, uh, both, uh, you know, obviously offense and defense. Have they told you about the Hoboken hustle? <laughs> I've not heard about this. Yeah, you need, well, well look, I'm going to have to ask the boys tomorrow. Yeah, you're, to break up the ice or break up the, you know, the ice in the room or break up the, the intensity of, you know, pregame, you say, man, you get, you get, what it really, what it really is, is, uh, you know, they try to snowball you, kind of like, uh, you know, run game on you. So you guys say, hey, man, don't, don't try to hold book and hustle, hustle me, man. You guys going to come play tonight. Um, you know, to, a couple of them are from, uh, old, uh, rivals, um, 
you know, as far as Maple Grove and Chaska. So you got to make sure you uh, bust their chops a little bit. I'm going to use that. We got we got a Maple Grove guy. We got a Chaska guy. We've got a, a guy from Elko. He's actually our our leading goal scorer this year. Played at Lakeville South last year. Oh, so yeah. We've got uh, we've got a fair share of high school uh, Minnesota high school boys. When you and I know we had you on before, and uh, you know you got you know a, a good mix of uh, you know players. You know what? What's your biggest message when they come in? Is it just player by player, depending on where they want to end up, or are you like, hey, look, you come here, we're going to develop you, we're going to make sure you're ready to move on if that opportunity comes uh, down the road. If you're playing in this league, you have NHL aspirations. Right. There's no doubt about that, and and we've got a few guys on our team that have already been drafted. Got a couple other guys that are going to be drafted this year. Everybody that plays in this league, for the most part, plays Division One athletics, and yeah. so you know you're going to get the opportunity to play college hockey at the highest level, and and then you know for us during your time here, we're going to do everything we can for you on the ice, off the ice, in the classroom to prepare you to to hopefully one day get paid to play the game. And you know, as I'm looking at your you know defensive uh, you know defensive uh, defenseman group. You know, you got some guys that are five eleven. You got one that's five eight. You got all the way up to six four. Um, you know, I was I always tell the story. I was amazed when I met Scott Stevens, <laughs> how put together he was, and you knew he was like extre- the size of a refrigerator. Yeah, and with no fat, and was about two twenty five and legit six four. Uh, and I was like, man, he could be a starting outside linebacker. What I always is interested in because you know I met Ty Domi before, who you know was obviously a brawler. I wanted to ask, how does the way that they play, or how does it affect your shifts or combination? Is it does the size matter, right? You know, because I'm sure with playing defenseman at five eight is different than six four, or do you mix and match, or you just go off on how they play uh, within your system? You know what? I, they come in all different shapes and sizes in right. in this sport, and and you know, Antonio Fernandez is about five eight, but he's yeah. one of our most gifted offensive defenseman he plays on our power play he scores a lot of points and he's got to defend in a different way than maybe adam cleaver or jimmy jersef yeah. who are six four six five two he's got to right. use his speed he's got to he's got to separate guys by getting under their hands where the bigger guys can be more physical and and can just kind of physically manhandle uh the opponent so you know we teach guys depending on on their size different different tactics when it comes to defending and and you know when you liken that to the football right. you know certainly you've got that prototypical outside linebacker with the size but if you happen to have a an undersized linebacker like a i, I don't want to call him undersized Zach right. thomas wasn't undersized but you know not yeah. a not a six foot four guy but a guy that you got to get under those pads if you're going to make tackles and you're going to you got to be fast and you've got to get to your spots first and that's what our undersized defensemen have to do um, but they're they're such uh, gifted skaters that they're able to play that position by using their feet and, and their hockey IQ. You know, one of the things that I like, or like when I I like playoff hockey, obviously watching NHL, but um, is the power play and how important that is. You know, I, I I equate that to special teams, right? Talk about first of all the the nuances and details of of you know power play. You know of, of you know putting together groups and how important it is to the success of the team both obviously during the regular season but is obviously extremely important as you get to these games like you got Friday and Saturday that could be the ultimate separator 
And sometimes you could be really good on the power play, but maybe not play in the regular shifts. You know, for us, we talk every game about winning the what we call the special teams battle. That means we're going to do a better job killing penalties, and we're going to try to capitalize on our power plays. We've, we've got the number one penalty kill in the league. We have from start to finish this year. And so that gives us some flexibility. We can play a little bit more reckless. We can take some extra penalties because we know that we've got a really good penalty kill. But with the power play, our guys are, are instructed, hey, one out of every four times we got to find a way to score a goal. That keeps your power play percentage at about 25%. The other three times, you've got to bring momentum back to our bench. That means extended offensive possession, scoring chances, really wearing down your opponent. And, and generally what we see happen is if we have a good power play where we don't score, more, than, more times than not, we're going to score in the next couple of shifts because we've brought that momentum back to our bench. And then when it comes to putting that power play unit together, you're looking at guys in different situations who can hit their one-timer. You know, I need a right-handed shot on the goal line. I need a left-handed shot on the backside flank. I need a, I need a big body net front to, to create screens and tip pucks. And, and I need a mobile defenseman up top that's going to be able to distribute pucks and, and shoot pucks from the top. So we, we put a lot of time and effort into constructing our power play units and, and finding guys that have specific skill sets to fit what we're trying to accomplish within the the frame of that setup. Yeah, that's pretty, I mean that's pretty cool because I mean you know when you watch hockey that there's so many things that uh, can change the momentum and people only you know really focus on the goals but penalty kill and power play shots on goal too is it really important because I think it's correct me if I'm wrong, coach. Uh, the more shots on goal are equivalent to body blows and then you can hit them with a knockout punch. Um, you know, obviously when a goal goes in. That's it, and, and a lot of times we're not always shooting to score a goal. A lot of times we're shooting to create offense. We just want to get the puck into that. We call that the house, the grade A area. Get the puck to the front of the net. It's going to create a scramble. It's going to force all of the defending players to turn their toes towards their own goal line, which makes it really hard to be responsible defensively. So it's not always about possession. It's not always about setting up that pretty play. Sometimes it's dirty goals and second and third chances that are going to yield you the, the big goal that you need. Cool. Well, Coach, again, tell us what time it kicks off tomorrow night. Uh, Lincoln Stars, Tri-City Storm, what time is the game? 7.05 at the Icebox. You can get your tickets at LincolnStars.com or you can step right in and, and uh, hit the box office on your way to the rink tomorrow. We should uh, we should have a great crowd. So. Yeah. If you want to come, don't wait. Those tickets are going fast. Yeah, we're going to make sure we get it out on social media. we got to, we got to get a home ice advantage and uh, make it a, a raucous crowd, man. We appreciate you coming on. You don't, know you, we don't know we you... have a, a special guest dropping the puck tomorrow? Is that DP? We do have a special guest Who dropping is? the puck tomorrow. Boss man, DP. Oh, he is? Down. <laughs> hey, you got to make sure he don't be falling yeah, down. Yeah, don't let him fall hey, on hey, that ice. Hey, hey, Rocky, you, put that, you know how they bring that red carpet out there? You got to make green sure. Is it, or is it green? Green carpet out there to make I'm sure. I'm going to have to glue that carpet to the ice. Make sure DP doesn't <laughs> fall. we got to take care of that guy. All right, man. He take take a, care of us. we got to take care of him. We appreciate it, man. You know, we'll let you go do bigger, better things. Rocky Russo, head coach at Lincoln Stars, we appreciate you having having us or coming on. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, Dave. All right, man. It's good stuff there, man, Kenny. You know. Hockey. That's a tough man sport. That's, man. A, that's any, a tough any sport man where they, sport. Where, where you're looked down upon for, yeah. not, for wearing a face mask? Yes. You know they tough. Best thing about hockey is they can fight. They get, yeah, they can just fight. They, they get it in. They, they be tired in. though. They be tired. But, but you know, the, you ever listen to them mic'd up? Mm-mm. 
So there'd be like, they, well, at least way back in the day, there'd be guys that were like their, you know, they were the bodyguards or whatever. Enforcers. 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 And so, in, so a coach would say, hey, Austin, we need a spark. He would come out and before, and so say he said, hey, Jay, I need a spark, and say, you're the enforcer on the other team. Mm-hmm. Or I needed to, I need to pick a fight with you, you know, say you're a, a, a good player. Yeah. they come out and be like, hey, man, you, you – how you feeling? He's like, all right. I seen one where, how's your family? Cool. You want to you want to go this shift or next shift? No way. Oh, then the one dude was like, nah, man, I'm tired. He's like, I just had a a, a longer shift. He's like, we'll fight next one. So then they just do their shift, come back. All right, you ready? Go right at it. Wow. So it's scripted. Nah, you just know it just, it just hockey is wrestling. Hockey is wrestling. You just know. You just know. Wow! If you a hockey player, you definitely got wet hair, and you got a couple teeth missing. Oh, you got a couple. And you got stitches marks from there because you didn't took pucks to the face. Yeah, you got a lot of. Have teeth y'all missing. seen that North Dakota State dude with his front teeth missing? Mm-mm. Let me see if I can find a picture of him real quick because yeah, that's too much. It is that's impressive. That's, yeah. You need to get some veneers. <laughs> they pay for it too. Yeah, well, I'm sure he has them. He just they doesn't. Wear, he does. He just doesn't wear them when he's playing. Look at this dude. Oh, that's. That's a football player. That's a football player. player. That's a football player. Is that the is that's the dude that's good? Yeah. Yeah, that's prospect, dude, yeah. Yeah, that's the dude down at the at the he, hey. The, hey, don't sleep. He looked crazy. He be throwing cats out the club. He look yeah, you yeah, don't, don't want to mess with him. Cuz I'd be looking like, man, where are your teeth at, dog? He has take, to have teeth at home. I can't take you serious. <laughs> He got the Michael Strahan super gap. Like, look, look like at this big, big old goofy grin. Look, hey, <laughs> look at that, man. Look like a field, look like a field goal post. Don't it? <laughs> His front end. Yep. Oh my god. Look like somebody opened door and said, yeah. "Peekaboo, peekaboo." <laughs> <laughs> Kenny, man, we're gonna finish up with the before we get into break. I want to ask you more about the NBA games tonight. We already I talked about the we, we all we talked about Warriors and the Kings. Kings. We're not even gonna talk about Philly and Brooklyn. Because Philly just been beating the brakes off Brooklyn. They just they just better. They're better. Yeah, they're better. Phoenix at the Clippers without Kawhi. Without Kawhi Phoenix. and Paul George. Phoenix. If now let me rephrase that. If if the Phoenix Suns don't go in there, guns blazing, they can slip up and lose. But they have that. There's no Kawhi, and there's no Paul, Paul George. George. Phoenix needs to go in there and handle business. Don't even more stats on that game. Um, so with both Kawhi Leonard and Paul George off the floor, the Clippers had an offensive efficiency of 106 and an effective field goal percentage of 47. For context, those marks are the worst in the NBA. Would be all season long, as it should be. Those are your two bona fide superstars. Yeah, and that's where probably 65, 70 percent of their points come from. Oh, yeah. those two. Yeah, set up. So, either, yeah, scoring, or, scoring or, or assisting. So. Yeah, Phoenix got to go in there and, and I mean, LA's going to be rocking. You know it's going to be rocking. Yeah. Because did you see Chris Paul bump Kawhi after the game? Oh, yeah. Shoulder yeah. him? Yeah. That was on purpose. He always do that, though. But that was on purpose. Yeah, it was. So they, they ain't forgot that. <laughs> they, they, hey, Chris Paul is a gnat. He is, you know, those yeah. gnats. He's the that, dude that's like squeezing your 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 your, your back fat or something yes. like that while you playing. Or, Back of your head, yeah. slap you in the back yeah. of your head, and yeah. think it's a joke, and then, but they they got to get it done tonight. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna go with Phoenix. I'm gonna go, yeah, me I'm too. I'm gonna go with Phoenix. They got to get it done tonight. They have to. 
And they got to make a statement. And they got to make a statement. They got to make a, sta- a statement so much against the Clippers that Kawhi wants to say, you know, I need another game off. <laughs> yeah. Right? Right. I mean, now, let me ask you this. You ever seen somebody play a whole game and then be out the next game with a knee sprain? I, did, I didn't even see that happen during the game. I guess that they said it happened in game one. See, I think somebody be making him mad, then he'd be like, you know what, I ain't playing. This brother here is is literally one of the best players in the NBA. He's one of the best. When but he's on. He plays half the time. But when he played at San Antonio, he didn't miss no, 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 no time. Not until the end. Not until yeah. the end. Well, when yeah, they, that, when that, they start. Yeah. When they start. That's where that's where it went. That's where it came. He's like, "Oh, Tim Duncan, y- y'all was load managing before." I'm yeah, I'm about to. I'm, I'm about, to, I'm about to show. I'm about to show you how I do this load manage. Because he he had them boys and KD, he all of them locked up. Get take some of this. Take yeah. that. Take this. Take that. Remember those 2014 finals when he comes in the game and LeBron's to the free throw line. LeBron goes, <sighs> "Yeah, with Kawhi, just, he's yes. like 21 and years old. He was old. only 21 years old. Yeah, because he again." But just look at his stature. He's built. He's he's built perfectly. Perfectly. He's six 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 seven. Shoulders he's big, big, long, strong. Big hands. And yeah, and, his hands are huge. And he's quick. Yeah. He could palm my face. <laughs> yeah. So he's. So I, I'm I'm gonna go with Phoenix. I'm, I'm, I yeah, think I'm Phoenix, Phoenix should they should yeah. get it done tonight. Yeah, I think they're starting to get their offensive rhythm, um, and they they're starting to kind of figure each other out. And too. especially if Booker plays defense like he played last yeah. game. You know what I mean? I think he's going to try to get in Westbrook. Westbrook was – he was on one, too. He always is on one. No, he was on, on one. You know what the be- – here, I'm going to ask you this, though, man. <laughs> he you was- know what the best part is about that? Westbrook and KD, they like two, like, brothers or something that playing – like, two cousins playing on two different AU teams. Yeah. And they mad at each other Mad at still. each other. Still. Still. As they – every time they walk past each other – you saw him woofing at each other? Yeah. Westbrook be letting them He was them letting them have it. Yeah. Did you see the video of Westbrook after the game? No. What did he do? Walking in the tunnel. Oh, yeah, to the fan? To the fan. Yeah. He, come on, Westbrook. They can say, as long as they don't degrade. Get close, yeah. You can't do that. You, you that saw that. you know his, your, your mind ain't his right. Mind went, yeah. His mind ain't right. So he. Them losses be tough. He was even talking to the announcer before the game. Yeah. When announcer was yeah, saying, saying that, that yeah, when Phoenix is going to gonna, open up the offense, he was like, "No, nah, it ain't nah, happening." Happen. Now this dude's just doing his job, and he's standing behind him. And it ain't happening. It ain't not tonight. Come on, Russ. You ain't. That's Russell. That's it, Russ. Look, any man that comes to the game dressed like that, dressed like that, you know he's bound to go off. Yeah, oh, he's Russ. bound to go off. But they they're going to take that L tonight. Yeah, they're going to sag and let Russ shoot. I would. Let him shoot all game long. Dude. All game long, just stand fifteen. Yes, they pick five feet away from him. Let him shoot. I call you know what I call I call that when I, when my kids don't play defense, then they three feet pass by him, three to six feet. That's that COVID defense. <laughs> they playing defense like he got COVID. Well, they should. Yeah, because he's get, not a consistent shooter, enough exactly. shooter. With all the bricks that Russ put up, he built a fresh COVID house. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I'm I'm giving you five feet. Yeah, man, it's going to be an interesting weekend. You got the spring game coming up. It's show and tell time. Time's ticking. Time waits for no man. No man. This is it. It's crazy because we, we talked about the portal earlier. And Did you envision James Carney jumping into the vortex? He's a local guy, no. Um, but I, I just think 
He's a good athlete. He's a, he's a really good athlete. I, you know, he's a really, really good athlete. I just think um, those guys know what they want. He may not have been a part of what they what, what they want to do, so he's going to do the best for him. Yeah, uh, as he should. As he I mean, should. That's just part of attrition or whatever. Attrition. But, again, going back to that, I'm sitting around last night, and my phone's blowing up from – like guys that are in the portal from Nebraska right now, from other schools. Oh my! But how many guys are in there? Well, you got Carney just went in, but did you know? But you didn't know. That. I didn't even know that till you said that. So Alante, Alante, and he's blowing up now. Right? Yeah, you got Michigan State. Michigan State. You out there with Mel Tucker? Mel Tucker. Mel Tucker, gangster though. He is. And then there's and he, a, but he really believes. Then there's two Nebraska guys on the staff. Did you know that? Yeah, it's uh, the linebacker Ross Ells. Ross Ells and what's and the, TJ Hollowell. TJ Hollowell. Yeah. So the even yeah. even my boy at Wyoming called me last night. They didn't call me Great again ball. today. No. Mike Grant. Mike Grant. Asked him about Alante. And a couple more other guys. That That's good. Yeah. So and I told them and they know I'm gonna shoot them straight right. anyway, you know, but let me ask you, like when these guys so say like I'm in the portal. Mm-hmm. Austin's from Wyoming or Michigan mm-hmm. State. And they call you. Like, are they offering me – am I getting a scholarship? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, it was – I mean, a backup – well, two backup QBs. Well, they were fifth to sixth string. But I got calls about them. Now, one of them played for us this past season. Yeah. Up in Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. Because they left – because because uh, Whipple left Harburg at home. <laughs> yeah, he, that kid can play now. Harburg? No. Senate. Oh, oh, Senate can play. Yeah. He can play. Yeah, he can will and deal that. Yeah, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna get into that, man. Okay. You just left, you, you left, you left Tim Tebow Jr. at home. <laughs> we're gonna talk about that because where he's at now. Because we're gonna dive into Harburg's mindset because it takes a it takes some a strong will to withstand that for a whole year and play for Nebraska, knowing the offensive coordinator don't like just the way you play. Two things about that. Save it. Okay. Save it. I'll save it. Save it. Hip, hip. We're going to be right back (laughs) after this. Austin, Kenny Wilhite, Jay Foreman. Watch Old School Live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Old School with DP and Jay on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.